Welcome back to another edition of KL Kaya, the podcast. I am Michael Kraft, of course. I'm joined by one of our new co-hosts, Maddie Berry. Hello. <laughs> All right. And this week we've got um, Kelly Martinez on as a special guest. So welcome, Kelly. Hello. Thank you for having me. Hey. No, well, so Kelly is... Actually, Kelly's one of my neighbors, uh, but we were talking and Kelly is an interesting person. But I'll let you introduce yourself. Um... Well, you already said my name, so uh, I'm from Miami, Florida. Um, my family's from Nicaragua, but I grew up in the States, so a lot of people here kind of mistake me for Pacific Islander, which is sometimes fun. Um, but yeah, I'm Hispanic. Solid. Yeah, no, when, when I first met you, I thought you were from here, but then I quickly found out that you are not <laughs> Latina, so that's, that's awesome. Um, but, but yeah, no, today we, we wanted to talk about, cause you are a cultural anthropology major, correct? I am. Exactly. So we wanted to talk a little bit about culture and diversity and kind of why that's important, not just, um, like at, at a campus like this, it's so diverse and has so many different cultures and ethnicities, but, um, you know, kind of in the world and in society as a whole. Um, so I guess first off, um, what, what makes, you know, having different cultures, represented everywhere so important i think it's important because people need to experience the like a cultural melting pot to be able to understand other people's perspectives if you're kind of just in this bubble and you only know one culture you only know one mindset you're pretty just pretty much just like closed off to anyone else's opinion so um, i feel like at least the way that i grew up like there was a huge melting pot in miami so i just kind of learn to love other people's cultures and appreciate the diversity. Um, and here, it's really important because we have such a diverse student body. You can't just have this one mindset of, this is my culture, and that's all I'm going to learn. But you really got to just n appreciate like the diverse student body and just know that there are more than just your opinions. Yeah, no, definitely. I th I think it's it is important to sort of realize that every one every culture has value and every culture has you know mm -hmm. merit, but also that every culture is different and that they add different things to the table and you know we need to respect that and be open to learning about different sides of different issues. Um, I'd love to know what made you want to study cultural anthropology. Mm. Can I say like professor names because yeah. I yeah. love this For one sure. professor. Um, Shout out to Sister Rebecca Walker. Uh, I took her Anthropology 105 class uh, freshman year, and I was in a different major before. I was doing biomedical um, science. And when I took her class, it really made me doubt what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And it took me back to what I really appreciated when I was younger, which was all my friends um, growing up just around the neighborhood. Like, we were all different. But we all got along really well, and it just reminded me of, like, home. So uh, I just thought, why not study even more cultures and learn about other people and eventually just, like, travel just to learn, like, other people's traditions and beliefs. So that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So now I'm in anthropology. 
that's yeah, awesome. That's, that's awesome for real. I think I like what you said about how how you learned when you were a kid. Everyone was different, but they got all you all got along. And I think that's that's like that's the goal, right? Like we're all different. We have different life experiences. But I actually think it's kind of interesting with you saying that because I feel like pretty much for the most part all kids unless they learn something about certain cultures or whatever they get along just fine Mm -hmm. and I think it's interesting that when we're adults that's when it becomes a problem when it it really shouldn't I mean it really should be the same right um I think this campus is a good example I feel like I've definitely heard of certain cultures where back home they don't get along with a certain culture Mm -hmm. but here they do get along with that culture and I think it's just because they've kind of decided to have common ground I don't know but I like that with um playing with kids and everything I think kids are so pure and I don't know. They don't really think about anything, and they just want to get along with everyone. <laughs> yeah, for real. I thought it's it's just it's it's kind of funny. Like with kids, you kind of expect like kids like they're like naughty and silly sometimes, and you just like keep building on good behavior. But it seems like kind of like with respect to culture, kind of goes sometimes the opposite. Like when you're a kid, like you don't care about anything, and then the older you get, the more you're like, eh, I don't like you. And it's, <laughs> it's it's weird how some things you know kind of trend positively but with that it feels like it goes the total opposite direction um but that being said um what what is it you said you wanted to kind of like do this for the rest of your life i do um i love traveling and i haven't been to a ton of places but to the places that i have been it's just like i learned one thing about the culture and i kind of just dive in like to the rest of their history and traditions and like beliefs um and just coming here it's because it's like so diverse I get to learn faster um of other cultures because there's people from so many different parts of not only like Oceania but like Asia and I just love learning about other people's like mindsets and opinions it's just so fascinating to me and it's not that I'm trying to, like, go with, like, one specific culture. It's not that I'm, like, picking favorites or anything. Like, it really is just, like, I want to know, like, a little bit or a lot about a lot of different like, mm-hmm. cultures and anthropologies that. And eventually, I want to go into archaeology, but that's really far into the future. So, you know, take it. A step back. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. That's that's way cool. Um, that reminds me of my of my aunt. She she was in anthropology, and that's kind of what she does now. She works with like NGOs and things like that. But when she was younger, um, when I was a lot younger, like when I was elementary, she was like anthrop- uh, like archaeologist, and she would go and digs and stuff like that. And I was just like, yeah, my aunt's so cool. She goes to exact <laughs> ancient things, and my dad works in an office. Why can't you have a job like Aunt Karen, Dad? But, <laughs> no, that, that, that's, that's, that's super cool that, that that's what you want to do. Well, I'm hoping to be that the cool aunt in the family. <laughs> just like, I'm an archaeologist. <laughs> um, so you said that's like really far into the future. What does it look like to get to that? So you have to have at least a doctorate to be able to do, or at least like the schools that I've looked at, um, you have to have like a doctorate um, to be able to actually do digs. Uh, so it's, I say it's far into the future because I don't know how long school's gonna take. Um, school's hard, 
it, it really is hard. You guys probably know that. But um, it's like probably 10 to 15 years from now until I actually get into like my field. But it's so exciting and it's so interesting that I'm like, I'm willing to wait that long to be able to, to get like hands-on training and stuff in the field. I like that. Yeah, for real. What made you want to go into like the like actual like the archaeology side of things? Um, so the, uh, this I don't know if this is gonna sound like weird or like too childish, but when I was younger, I had this like world atlas, uh-huh. and someone gave it to me from my home ward, and I was reading some parts of it, and there was like at the time like. I no longer feel comfortable saying like Easter Island because it's not the indigenous name mm-hmm. of the location. So Rapa Nui was in the book and I was looking at the statues and I was so intrigued by it. Like the mysticism of like the place, like the history of the people. I was like just obsessed with it. And I was like, I really want to go. Like, I just want to see what else is hidden there. Like it's, it really was like a hidden gem for me and then I was just pulled in and I didn't stop like I just kept reading of like other places in the world that had really cool artifacts that were found there um I was reading like histories like museums and stuff so I think just the start of it all was that world atlas that someone gave me and me stumbling upon uh Rapa Nui on that atlas. It was pretty cool. That's cool. Um, One thing I was wondering, too, so you said you grew up in Florida, mm-hmm. even though your family's not necessarily originally from there, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, So being in Florida, I've never lived there, so I don't know exactly how diverse it is and everything, but um, you did mention as, as kids, you know, you'd play with um, people of various cultures, and it was fine, but did your own culture kind of have, like, any bit of an influence, kind of, I would guess, maybe you're a bit of a minority in Florida, so did that have any type of an influence? Yeah, so it's it's kind of funny, and growing up, the majority, or actually, it's even more now, like, there's so many Cuban people, uh, but when I was growing up, there was, a, like, a good mix of, like, Central American people, South Americans, um, and then specific countries like Venezuelans, Colombians, um, Cubans, Puerto Ricans, and, like, those were the kids that I grew up in, and I didn't really hang out with a lot of Nicaraguan people, uh, so it did affect me growing up. Like, I don't know a ton of my motherland culture. Uh, eventually, I want to change that. I want to go back and do, like, internships over there, but, um, I'm not sure if I answered your question. No, it's okay. <laughs> You're good. Uh, yeah, it's. I love Miami. I have no shame in saying I'm from the 305. <laughs> I represent Miami all the way. Um, I love it there, and I love how diverse it is, and it's really helped me to be understanding of other people's uh, upbringing and background. So, yeah. So it seems yeah. like Florida is kind of like. So obviously here you have a lot of uh, culture of Oce- Oceania, mm-hmm. yeah. But it seems like Florida is kind of a lot of diversity of like Latin America. Yeah, is that true. Okay, for sure. That's cool. 
Yeah, definitely. I, for, I mean, I, I I haven't lived in the states. I guess like now living in Hawaii is the longest that I've lived here, but I spent some time in Florida. We have a house there, and that's where my grandpa lived for, I don't know, the last decade of his life. And we went in and out of Miami a few times. Um, but yeah, Florida, it's kind of a wild place sometimes. But it's <laughs> but it's like, but it has such a mix of like like you find any kind of person in Florida. You really do. Um, my brother lives in Orlando and then I have another sister who lives like near Daytona Beach, which is probably like the middle of the state if you were to like cut it in half. Um, so they live far from Miami now. And the as soon as you get out of South Florida, you'll see so many more like cultures. Like there's a pretty big like Indian population out there and a lot of Vietnamese people as well um I love Vietnamese food now that I'm just <laughs> thinking back home uh, but it's it's pretty cool like um there's like a lot of Puerto Ricans and recently I found out um I was talking to one of my coworkers um at PCC and he was saying yeah I grew up in Orlando and there's a lot of like Samoans and Tongans out there and I had no idea and it it makes sense there's the Disney Polynesian Resort out there and of course mm-hmm. they try and keep everything authentic yeah. um, as best they can so of course they're going to try and recruit people from the islands to go over there but it was pretty interesting because I had in all the times that I'd gone to visit my family in Orlando I'd never come across the um, like those people and I love those people now that I live here. <laughs> They're so fun. And, yeah. That's cool. Um, so obviously I've had a lot of experience with a lot of different cultures, which is great, um, especially maybe more than some people do from the mainland before coming here. So like with your experiences and obviously with what you want to do, what do you think are some of the most important parts of culture? And meaning like that could also be like people telling their own stories. That could be a lot of different things. But what do you see as some of like the core important, I guess? values when it comes to culture? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, one of the most important things to me is respecting indigenous names and what a lot of people think of as like prehistory, anything that wasn't recorded, um, you know, like in a book or something, like anything written um, that's considered prehistory. So I think that uh, like a good example would be like the creation of like the Hawaiian islands, like um, Pele and like all that stuff. And that's important to like Hawaiian people. And I'm not trying to speak for them. And if they ever want to correct me, go ahead. I'm not an expert at all. And I will never claim to be. But it's important to take into account their version of their creation of their land and someone else's like oh this is the scientific explanation like they're both important to me but the one that I would weigh higher uh, at least in my opinion is like the indigenous opinion because they were there first they have an intimate knowledge of the land um, and other things that are important um, just respecting like other people's points of view everyone has like a different way of 
thinking of things and you just have to be respectful. Um, that goes for everyone in any situation. Just Yeah, no, I think, I think that's kind of what it boils down to is um, having respect. Like everyone obviously, or I hope everyone respects their own culture and kind of respects like their history and all of that. But um, I think what's important is to, when talking with other people of different cultures and, and all of that, to respect their culture and to, and to understand, oh, we might have differences, we might not agree, and that's not a bad thing. Disagreement doesn't inherently like, oh, no, we didn't have the same story. Uh-oh, <laughs> we can't be, for, you know. Like, that's not how anything works. It's, it's important to have, you know, kind of like that mutual understanding of that we can disagree, we can have these differences, and that's fine, that's good. It makes things um, more exciting in life. Um, you know, what is it? Variation is the spice of life. Is that it? So <laughs> That's cool. I've like, never heard that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, if when things are different, that's when things are better, because everything's the same. Then, you, you know, everything... You want to have a lot of different flavors. So I mean, I think like when everything's the same, like you think it's okay. I know growing up, I grew up in such a predominantly white community and you think like, oh, this is normal, whatever. And then I came here and I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) like the world is missing out. You know what I mean? Like Uh those areas that are just not very diverse, whichever culture it might be. um, It just, I think they're really missing out. I think you're right. You know, it adds so much more flavor, so much more excitement and makes you a better person, honestly. Yeah. I've taken it for granted my whole life because I've lived overseas and gone to international schools where it's everyone is like, it's basically like, like you know, kind of like similar to, to, to this campus where everyone is from somewhere different. And then my last years of high school, I went, it was still an international school, but it was in Korea and it was almost entirely Korean. Um, and that was the first time that ever was like, oh, wow. I wish there was like more diversity here. Like, I, I feel like, <laughs> like there's, there's nobody... <laughs> everyone's kind of like you know same culture same same view same opinion and that was kind of the first time that I realized that oh it's super important to have a wide spread of people with different ideas and different you know takes on life and you know it makes everything more interesting and more fun it really does and I feel like people who don't get to experience or ever want to try and understand other cultures it just like creates this like maybe not hatred but just like these bad feelings towards other people because Mm -hmm. of lack of understanding Um, and we see that a lot today um, especially in the United States Um, it's just hard for people to understand that there's not one kind of American like there's different kinds of people and it's not just in like those big cities anymore like the United States is so diverse you can't just say you know this one white person with blonde hair, blue eyes is American. They could be something else, but I'm American and people confuse me for Pacific Island all the time. And you can't just say this is the one look of that country. Yeah, I actually really like that a lot. So I took a history class like a year ago, I think, something like that. And um, we were learning, it was right around the time that you know, America was getting people from other countries to come and work, like asking them, right, to come. And that was kind of what started a lot of just diversity melting pot sort of thing, um, especially in the big cities. And I remember learning about it and I was like, okay, this makes sense, you know. Um, That's just how so much got started and kind of why we are who we are today. And I remember thinking, 
yeah, like today we see, oh, American is this. And it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> From so many years ago, we were a melting pot. Like that's who we were created to be that as a country. And so I think it's interesting when some people think, oh, no, American needs to be, you know, white and this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you need to look back on history here for a minute. <laughs> like we were meant to be um, a melting pot. And so I think you're absolutely right. Like it doesn't have one look at all. Yeah. Going back to um, what Michael said, just what is it? Variety is the spice of life. Yeah. Like that, that really is just a perfect quote. Like it's so boring just to know one, one way of life. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's no fun. It's, it really isn't. Yeah. No, like I think when you experience other cultures and you, and you learn about them and obviously, you know, like me, I will never understand Hawaiian culture the way that a native Hawaiian will. I'll never understand, you know, all these cultures the way that someone who's brought up and lived their life in that culture for generations. But it doesn't mean that you don't try to at least understand their point of view and, like, try and grasp it as much as you can. Just because you'll never, you know, be 100% doesn't mean you don't try and get to, like, 90%, you know? Like, you can just do your best. Um, but... That being said, that's about all the time that we've got for today. Um, but we'll be back next week um, with our other new co-host. His name is Eli Hadley, and so he'll be on next week, and we'll have another great guest. But thanks so much for both of you for coming in here today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> all right, till then. <laughs>